Yeah. Um, does everyone have the? Well, yeah. So I'll um, I'll get started here. <clears throat> Ooh, an intro. It's been a while. Ooh. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Hey everybody! <laughs> oh my! Jesus okay. Christ! Hey everybody! Welcome back ah! to the Sacred Books. <laughs> Why did you scream? Yeah, I don't know because I just want to interrupt him. <laughs> <laughs> because intros are my strong suit, after all. They're the best part. Hey everybody! Welcome back to the Sacred Books of Britney Spears. My name is Aaron, and in an amazing turn of events. That was a weird way to say that. Continue. Um, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Sacred Books of Britney Spears. My name is Aaron. And once again, I am joined by my friends, Bessie Joe, Hi. And John Wayne. Howdy ho. And I have to say, you guys, it's truly a blessing to see you again. I mean, now, for everyone that's listening, we are still recording remotely because the global pandemic is still raging and so yeah we thought we would uh take precautions and uh record via very 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 social distance wait what yeah this is extreme social distance extreme you know we're setting an example you know for people they do and so if it's good enough for the you know the church it's good enough for everybody now, I still see you somewhat often, Bessie. Mm. Um, but you know, we're not doing as you know, we're not really seeing anybody in the church anymore. We're just sort of doing long distance, social distance churching. Mm-hmm. And so, um, <laughs> what what have you been up to, Bessie? Well, even though we see each other in passing a lot, especially in the community, church community kitchen, Mm -hmm. um, uh, I've been trying to keep my distance from you because I don't, it's not like I don't trust you, Um, but I was, I was curious about that. You know how much you're, you're a giver, right? You give Mm -hmm. to the world, you give to our followers, you give to everyone. And I don't also don't want you to give me. Um, a disease. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I've been trying to keep my distance. And, you know, whenever we do have intimate talks, I do, uh, I, I don't want this to offend you. And we have had long talks about this, but we've had Zoom meetings, even though we're in the same building. Yeah. And I'm really, thank you for your patience. And I appreciate that. Well, and you know, know if that we can. personal. I never thought it was. Okay. I thought I now I I thought the triple <laughs> layer of rubber gloves. You it's know, excessive. it's excessive. I know. It, it surprised me at first, and that hazmat suit that you wear when we're you know crossing by, um, it did come as a surprise. Yeah. But, but I understand to every person. Mostly it's, because a, it's, it's mostly because it scared you. I mean, it is hazmat suit. I mean, it, it's scary looking. It is. And I didn't mean to spook you so much. Like, I'll stop popping out of closets and stuff like that. Because I don't know. <laughs> no, we're learning. 
we're learning how to interact with each other with hazmat suits as we go. Oh my God. Yeah, it's it. That's just us. how about you, John Wayne? How how's life in the library? Well, you know, it it's pretty. It's almost normal. Um, because no one visits the library know. anyway. Uh, pretty much, yeah. So it's like the foot the foot traffic's almost the same. Um, you know, every once in a while we get a lot of kids that try to vandalize the the library. That's about the the most action I get in a week. I have a question Just, about the library, which I don't know if I've asked. Yeah. And and, and please stop me if I've asked this before. But is the library uh-huh. haunted at all? Do you get any um, ghost visitors? And if so, do they wear masks? Uh, no, I don't. I haven't seen any ghosts. There's never been a situation where, like, you'll walk away, like you'll put a book in a spot, and then you'll walk away and you come back and the book has been moved? or Yeah, books. but I don't know if that's, like, a ghost or if that's just me, like, forgetting where I put something. Hmm. You know, I'm like, wait, did I do that? You've like, never seen any dusty footsteps or... I mean, like I said, footprints, sure, because it's a very <laughs> dusty library. But again, I don't know if that's just me. Like, did I come this way? I have a terrible <laughs> memory sometimes, so I, I don't, I don't know think... if it's just me scaring myself or not. I don't know. Mm, you, you sound very logical, and perhaps ghosts don't feel like they're open enough to you. You know, that's not true. Themselves. I've always been very <clears throat> open to... to mm. I don't know what the right Paranormal. word is. Uh huh. I've always, <laughs> I've always told them. I say, I say, hey, ghost. Like I call them out. I've mm-hmm. always, my whole life, I've always called them. I say, hey, if you're there, bring it. <laughs> like, That's very threatening. I, yeah. I guess I'm just like, show me the money ghost. <laughs> I don't okay. know. Well, maybe they don't respond because they like to surprise. Like they like to, you know. I mean, that's fine. Like I said, I, I've said, like I've heard so many stories from other people. Like I've all, I've heard all these ghost stories my whole life about oh, this ghost was sitting on my bed, or like the ghost was babysitting my kids. Like I've heard all these stories, <laughs> and I'm like, that's fine. Sounds like, like bad parenting. <laughs> no, it was, no, not. You've heard story. that story. <laughs> Aaron, have you ever experienced any ghosts? Well, there's been a few times that when I'm sleeping, I am positive that I'm hearing footsteps. I'm positive that I'm hearing like windows rattling. (gasps) And um, I'm the type of person who, even in my mind, because, you know, I I, I am a little OCD, so I have to double check the door lock like two or three times. Mm -hmm. Like I'll check it before I leave the living room to go to the my bathroom and bedroom area to like get ready for the night. Mm-hmm. But then after I done, after I'm done brushing my teeth, I have to go back out and check the front door again. You're and scared. then, well, here's the thing. The first couple years I lived with Bessie, she was constantly jumping out of corners, constantly scaring me. And so it's just made me skittish. And so that is now my default. And, yeah, I have to double and triple check everything. But here's, but again, it's that thing that once I'm in bed <laughs> and I know that I've checked everything, the minute I hear something kind of wonky, I can't in my mind say, 
obviously that was just probably something that fell off my desk or something that, you know, whatever. I have to go out and check, you know, probably just me fiddling around looking through your journals while you sleep. Well, yeah, because I've caught you doing that a couple times. Yeah, you, you know, some, you have some surprisingly dirty stuff in there. Well, there was a period of time where I was not sure if being a church elder leader was going to be in my future, so I got into writing erotica. Oh, and so they're made yeah, it's, it's just a hobby that's sort of stuck with me. You know, Sorry. I mean, you write daily journal entries and they're fake about your erotica. Like your your fantasy erotica, but you pose them as if they're journal entries, like memoirs to you. <laughs> You're well, misleading the person who finds your journals when you die. <clears throat> look, there was definitely a period of time, and maybe even still now, where you know I feel insecure, and maybe that I want to have a grander life or a you know, a bigger this or a bigger that or a more powerful this or more powerful that, you know. And if I can just, you know, tell people who come after me. I think that's Wait, are you okay. trying to manifest this? Yeah, absolutely. You know, when, when I'm talking about a big, burly, you know, guy coming, I... <laughs> Oh no! That's I meant coming to church, mm-hmm. and oh, he's then. <laughs> I love when Aaron has his tea kettle laugh. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Hold up, though. John, you've never experienced a ghost. No. Ever. Nope. Nice now, ever. what about you? Oh, go ahead. Have we had this conversation before? I don't know. I don't want to. I don't think so. Have we not? I don't think so. I don't think we've talked about ghosts. Uh, Yeah, I don't believe in ghosts. What about what about you, Bessie? Uh, Yeah, of course I've experienced. Look at me. (laughs) I look like someone who experiences ghosts all the time. What does a person that looks like experiences ghosts all the time look like? I don't know, like wacky. Hair, big nose, <laughs> pale. The typical. Yeah, you're right. You know what? That is typical. You know what? That makes sense. Okay. Everyone, everyone I know that I've seen a ghost has crazy hair <laughs> and a big nose. So as if they've been electrocuted. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. What's your most vivid experience with a ghost, or your most powerful one? What? Um. When I was in third grade, I was oh, no. a, I was a sick little kid. I had mono, and I was laying in bed doing math homework that someone dropped off for me oh. because I was like a year behind in school because I was sick all the time. <laughs> I don't I'm just know. really <clears throat> I'm really setting this up, and I was laying in bed doing math homework and I look over to my closet which I normally had open at nights for some goddamn reason and I had a little baby cradle in my closet very tiny with a baby inside of it and I hear a noise and I look over in the closet and all I see are like 
alien limbs trying to catch the cradle from falling because it's it's whatever's in there is worried about the noise it's about to make and i look over in the door and like the limbs are trying to stop the baby cradle from falling and i am sick so i just chalk it up even then as like oh i'm just high from all my medication that was crazy i need to go to sleep right now because that was very insane and I wake up the next morning and I check my closet and the baby cradle is on the ground. So it really did happen. But it didn't make a noise? No, it did make a noise. Oh. Was I not clear? It made no. it fell to the <laughs> it fell to the ground and the limbs were trying to all these alien limbs like this. All these alien mm-hmm. limbs were trying to just catch just catch this baby cradle from falling so how come now, you know it wasn't it, it wasn't an alien and how do you why do you think it was a ghost and not an alien um i think it was both perhaps an alien ghost mm-hmm. <laughs> now what interest did these alien arms have with the baby cradle like, what do you think, think they were just, trying to... I think it was just hiding in the closet, and then as it was hiding, it kind of shifted something in the closet. And Knocked it, it over. didn't want to make any noise. It probably just wanted Got to it. watch me that evening sleep. And yeah. was waiting for me to fall asleep. Ugh, I could have been high. She was also very high. But... Yeah. But I've been high several times in my lifetime, and I've never had a, an hallucination. But and that you're... was a full-on halluce. Hmm. I don't know. Or something real. I, to this day, think it was real. What about in the church? Have you ever experienced anything in the church? Yeah, plenty. Well, I wake (laughs) up in the middle of the night, and because I hear the organ playing a lot. And then it's, you know, 90% of the time, it's you, Aaron, playing the organ at (laughs) 11.59 because you sleepwalk and sleep play. Yeah. I will say you're not good. Um, but I hope that in your dream, when you're, cause you're sleeping while you're doing it, I hope, I hope that you think you're a masterful prodigy, but in uh, real life, it's pretty bad. Yeah, but that I other 10% of the time I have seen the keys move by themselves. And one time I saw, um, an old, I almost said an old baby. <laughs> 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 all right i will say it was it was a maybe six-year-old boy wearing old-fashioned clothing playing it, it was like and a- playing it masterfully yeah i'm a little embarrassed that you heard me i thought i put the organ on mute but Did you do that if you knew well that's organs. that's the problem i'm <laughs> in your dream in your dream in your sleepwalking you think it's on mute but it ain't. Well, the weird part is when I go back and reread my journals, it says <laughs> that I'm playing. Journals. <laughs> it's, it's where like majority of the the stuff happens on <laughs> and around the organ. Oh, gross! Sometimes, well, like, you know, not every day. He's not hitting the he's not hitting the keys with his with his fingers all the time. Oh man! This might get edited out. Um. <laughs> of course, I refuse. So, oh, ghosts. Ghosts. I, wish, I, w- I would love to see a ghost, though. I told you. I asked him. I was like, if you're if you're there, if you're there, if you exist, 
show yourself. I I'm think you open. have to be kind about it. Kind? What do you? What am I gonna leave out cookies, yes. milk and cookies for the goats? Yeah. They couldn't eat. Is them there? Anymore. Is there someone that you wish you could talk to again? Like, is there someone that you wish oh, would I uh, reappear? <laughs> oh. What? I wonder. <laughs> Do you want to see your dead wife's ghost? Oh, I don't. I guess I. I guess I'd feel bad if she like was a ghost wandering around like watching me, because then I'd be like, "Oh, you've seen all the times I've been touching myself, or <laughs> other times I've been with other people, or something." Like, if that would happen, like I'd feel so guilty. Like the f- first time after you know making so coitus. it'd be sh- shame. Yeah. Shame would be your first thought. Well, I mean, but yeah, <clears throat> have you ever had that thought? Like, if your like ancestors like were watching you, like if that was a thing, like like you like when you die and you like make it to the afterlife, and you're like with Brittany, and you're like, hey Brittany, and she's like, hey, and then you see her in front of this monitor watching people like <laughs> masturbating furiously. That's all I think about is like everyone just like masturbating all the time, and then like their ancestors just standing around like, yeah, okay, can we move on? Can we do something else today? Please. Oh, my God. They're like, we we came to America and built a life for you to do this in 20, uh, I mean, 3020. I traveled. I 4001. Traveled, oh, yeah, I traveled right. in a covered wagon from Montana to Missouri <laughs> with my deaf wife just so I could make Her a death. new life in Missouri. And this is what you do? My great grandson, you piece of shit. <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually not gonna. Yeah, I actually agree. I've act, he, so I well, I've had I've had kind of quasi morbid thoughts where maybe there'll be a death either in the family or a family friend, and of course, there's a couple days where you're feeling sad and empathy and you know strong emotions, but then a few days later, once life kind of returns to normal, and you know. I don't know. You have to let life return. To the tears have been one. shed, and needs arise. I'll—I've actually thought of that. I thought, "Holy shit, is she looking down on me right now?" Being like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes I wonder if ghosts would just rat. Maybe that's even their punishment to see all of the, you know, sucks. that's a terrible dis- punishment disgusting ways that people just go about their life you know well i mean let's just say if you were a ghost Uh let's say you're in a ghost in the afterlife and you got some time to kill and you're not like going anywhere cool like you're literally just on this plane with every other human and you're like what do i do now honestly if i was a ghost i think i would find enjoyment terrifying people (laughs) like i would be like i'm gonna fuck with these people so hard this is gonna be so fun and even more so i think it'd be fun to like terrify people you knew i remember what you, i remember you used to you were such an a-hole to me wait I so you go you. to your high school bullies okay first of all you're insinuating that i i was bullied in high school and beat up and made fun of a lot but and called uh, constipated uh, John constipated. Okay, uh, not true. Not that's not big. true. Very regular. <laughs> not true. He's like, I'm gonna oh, tell you just you. like I told them. Okay, I poop twice a day, every day. Okay, 
Look, I'm not going to have, I'm not going to relive this again. That's not normal. Twice a day? Twice a day is a slow day for me. Oh, Oh my God. God. We've had this talk before, I think. Several times. Yeah, you pooped like three times before breakfast. (laughs) I pooped twice before we started this conversation. Oh, my God. God. He's like a, he's like a deer. It just like pebbles, like little pellets come out (laughs) an old day. The problem is. I've, I, I know that it's my diet. I know that it's because I eat a lot of crap, and my body just doesn't need all of that. For a second, if I you thought eat... you said crack. That'd be great, too. Doesn't matter. I hear conflicting uh, reports on vegetarians. Like, oh. I, I'm basically a vegetarian. I never go. Basically. And I've heard the same report from other people. And then hmm. I also hear vegetarians are like, What? I poop like seven times a day because I have so much fiber because I eat celery every second. And so I don't really know. Huh. What are you thinking, Aaron? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Jesus. Bessie. That is, is so that... funny. You don't hear that? What? Oh, that's on my end. Yeah, that thing's loud as it's louder than I am. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I didn't realize you were actually in the courtyard. I thought that was just a, a background screen no, on your, uh, well, your computer. My, okay, this is my office. It's well, the your... courtyard slash graveyard of the church. Yeah. The pet crow. Oh <laughs> man! Wow, he, he's really trying to get your attention. He's yeah. like, "Look, can I please just guest star? I've heard this podcast <laughs> several times. I really want to be on it." Sorry. Um. Not this time. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Space is limited. All right, so um, this is a very special episode because it's the season finale, correct? <laughs> I thought I at you first... Guys hear it more than I do. Yeah. It's very loud. Um, so, yeah, today we're going to be going through book one, chapter 15, the last chapter of book one, um, and it's called The Beat Goes On. She begins, drums keep pounding a rhythm to the brave. La di da, di di, la di da di da. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that we end as we begin with like really strong beginnings. Um. <laughs> so when you, so then she goes on. When you have reached the edge by far, history has turned the page by far. We still want to hear a brand new thing. Uh-huh. We still need a song to sing. Uh-huh. Now... I'm confused by that. Most people are. <laughs> when you have reached the edge by far, history has turned the page by far. Now, the, the, uh, the idea has always been that this is about, you know, since it's the last chapter of the book, that it's about, okay, time for something new, you know, that, hey, remember, the beat goes on. And some people have been confused because they don't know if they're talking about, like, a musical beat or getting a beating, like, you know, or beating off. Like, there's all sorts of different ways that a beating could happen. And so um, that, that's always been, you know, up to for interpretation. What, what do you think? How do you, you hear- it? <laughs> <laughs> Well, 
the fact that it says drums keep pounding a rhythm to the brick. I, I mean, it's clear that that's talking <laughs> about um, masturbation. You know oh, what I mean? Not yeah. the direction I thought. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I when I hear drums, I assume that it's, you know, a musical beat. Most people do. Okay. But, but I think it's about context. And <laughs> I guess, I guess I think of the word rhythm because, you know, you have to have rhythm versus music. I mean, do you really need rhythm for music? You know, no. I mean, I guess you don't when you're sleepwalking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, we're all informed about our interpretations from our real life. You know, la di da, di di, la di da di da. I mean, that's obvious. I'm not even going to have to go into that. Um, when you have reached the edge, okay, you guys know what edging is, right? Um, John is so excited for this interpretation. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, history has turned the edge by far. I mean, obviously, you get to the edge. You get so close to the edge, and then you have to pull yourself back. I mean, the edge of what? The chair. I would say the edge of the seat, you know? This it's is like, it's like the saying you bought the whole seat only needed the edge. And for everyone that's listening, this is the second reason why we hired Bessie. Mm-hmm. Just <sighs> that's exactly right, you know. And history has turned the page by far, you know. Mm-hmm. So you're sitting on this chair, you're reading a book, mm-hmm. and you know you're turning the pages. And we still want to hear a brand new thing, you know, because let's face it, everyone's all about something shiny and something new. Mm-hmm. You know, and we, we need a new song to sing because everyone has experienced that, right? Where you, you love a song, you listen to it nonstop, constantly, even when, I don't know, the person that you live with in the church downstairs keeps banging a broom on their ceiling to tell you to stop playing it over and over. Yeah. And eventually you need a new one, you know, and so mm-hmm. you go to the next song, right? Mm-hmm. And then it continues with, and the beat goes on for about... Five, five lines. She she really is trying to nail it, nail the drum on the head. You know mm. that the beat goes on. Whoa, that wasn't my end. That was my end. I guess there's a motorcycle outside my, part my suite, huh? Um, God, that brings back memories. I was motorcycles. Say, I bet that's triggering for you. I still get traumatized. <laughs> um, now, John Wayne, how are you? Fe- how are you? feeling about this you're kind of getting back into the groove hearing these words again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess from you know from my historian perspective like I get excited I get excited from this first uh, this first little verse here but you know I have a different I guess I have a different interpretation I guess I mean that's why you're here so tell us about it I mean I I, I think it I think she's talking about, you know, uh, like things keep going. Like, like it, it's, there's a lot of things I get from this. Like, you know, history repeats itself type stuff, but like, this is, it's kind of like, so like, she's, it's like reading a book and, and you get to the, you get to a page and the the page is blank, which is like the edge, like the edge of a cliff. And it's like, Oh, we haven't been here before. Hmm. So like the, it's kind of like the story's unwritten, and it's like okay, well, we we need we need we need something here, 
So, uh, so it's out to... of desperation. I don't know if it's necessarily desperation. It's just like, you know, like someone's got to write, got to write this page. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay. empty. Like we've got to fill the rest of this book with something. So, uh, so do you think it's the person who the author, it's their job to finish the book, like the person or the person who's reading it, like who is who should be filling the book? I think I mean, I think there would be like all of us as a kid as like, I don't know if that's like a more of like a uh, <laughs> us as a whole or us as like a uh, man. I'm not good with words sometimes, even though I live in a library. It's been a while. Right. I'm very lonely. haven't been able to talk to anyone recently. You don't have any ghosts that want to talk to you. That's probably why you call for ghosts. I wish. I, yeah. I do. That'd be nice to, like, get somebody in here to haunt the place. That'd be cool. Like, give me something to, like, oh, you, you dirty ghost. Get out of here. So, get off my so lawn. So you want to scare the ghosts away, even though you need practice or conversation I skills i mean it's you know it'd be like the little fun banter thing like oh chase him with a broomstick and then like mm-hmm. <laughs> just chasing each other back and forth yeah that'd be fun. yeah that would be fun but but wait don't you have um a you're don't you are you still living with your girlfriend in the church she's around somewhere huh. oh we only run into is each other like twice a week. Is she stuck behind like a secret entrance bookshelf? I don't know. Maybe. And maybe she's been trapped for so long, and well, you I, haven't been able to find her. No, no, I I see her like like twice a week, but she could have found like some secret place and hides there. I don't know, and well, just hasn't told me about it. A good clue to know if your place of residence is haunted or if someone's in the walls trapped is if the paintings the eyes inside the paintings move yes really because that's how they look through (laughs) if there's eyes cut out and they can look you know you know when i was a kid my grandparents always had the like these big paintings and like they had this one specifically and it was like some you know some old dude that you don't know his name and Mm -hmm. has like the side position You know, but like if you stared at it, when I stared at it as a kid too long, I'd sit there like this, and then his mouth would start moving. Like, no way. Yeah, but that was like I don't know if that was just me as a kid like staring at something too long and my imagination just running wild. But they had always yeah. he had always like his eyes would always follow me. Of course, you always get the eyes following you, and I then you and you just stare at it too long and this you just start mouthing something. No, it just means your grandparents had someone hidden in the walls and they cut out the eyes. What? And the uh-huh. Maybe it's maybe the face, you know, maybe the. Uh... Wow. That's okay. fascinating. Be Do they still have those paintings? Are they still with us? Uh, I mean, they they've both passed on, but someone does live in their place. Uh, a relative does live there. So I'm not sure what they did with those paintings. Or the people behind the walls. Or, yeah, they might still be... Or they might have died, too. I don't know. Or moved on. Or they just still huh. live there. I don't know. Interesting. Well... Do you have to feed ghosts? I think they feed on fear, don't they? <laughs> well, that's disappointing. <laughs> I've never had a ghost feed on me, so... Whatever. 
Lame. Well, well, maybe that's one of the reasons, you know, maybe, maybe there's something missing at the library that they don't, you know. Oh, like people? Because they say, well, <laughs> well, and then they say that ghosts have to, you know, are usually, I mean, you know more about them, Bessie, but isn't it true that ghosts need, like have a purpose, like they have something unfinished, mm-hmm. you know, and what could be unfinished at the library? Do you have a book? That you're trying to finish at the library yeah. that you're trying to write. Oh yeah, of course. Like this, like the chapter we're reading about today. We call that a segue. <laughs> well, no, she was. Oh well, actually, I don't. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it was no, such a good segue. You didn't even recognize it. <laughs> oh, I thought you were commenting about how his interpretation was the book, the unfinished book. Um, well, yeah, no, but a good point, Bessie, because she does continue. Drums keep pounding rhythm to the brave. La di da, dee dee, la di da, dee da. Uh-huh. Um, so that kind of, yeah, I think that kind of wraps that up. Um, <laughs> and then she goes on. Now, love is the first thing, the last thing on my mind from tonight until the end of time. And the beat goes on, 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 and the beat goes on. Yeah. And on and on and on. But uh, yeah, love is the first thing and the last thing on my mind. I mean, it, it is for me because I'm starting to get kind of lonely. But um, from tonight until the end of time, I feel like that is. I feel like that's probably one of those things that you know is sort of an everlasting. <laughs> But yeah, that love is the first thing, last thing on my mind from tonight until the end of time. Hold the pro. <laughs> and then she just, yeah, kind of continues on and the beat goes on. Drums keep pounding rhythm to the brave. Um, la-di-da, dee-dee, la-di-da-di-da. We still move. To the brave. Do you think that means like only the brave, only the brave hear this rhythm? Only the brave here only the brave oh. have rhythm what's that i think there's a parade outside or maybe an ice cream truck outside the church they're honking the horn well, I, I know think in they're the trying to there's crows but from your end of the church do you hear a parade it sounds like it i hear i hear no horns honking but yeah i think rhythm drums keep pounding rhythm oh i see what you mean as in to say that only people like if these only magical the drums yeah i think only the brave the brave can uh, hear it and accept this just like when we talk about ghosts only the ones who accept ghosts and are open to them will see them and the, that's those a, who don't threaten the ghosts i don't yeah. threaten them i'm open and i'm very open one of you the first thing you said was like hey ghosts come and get it or something like that yeah Come, come, come! Show yourself. What if the ghosts are feeling like that? You, that you have to. That you haven't earned it. What if? What if you need to do something to bring them? Oh, I see what you're saying. Like I need a sacrifice. Okay. <laughs> well, I sense. was gonna say a seance, but I mean, I know could... some people I can sacrifice, so that's cool. Oh, that's ridiculous. 
well, maybe we'll find more in this, you know, because she says, we still move to a rhythm just like this. We still dream of sharing our first kiss. And the beat goes on and the beat goes on and the beat goes on and the beat goes on. Drums keep pounding rhythm to the brave. La di di da la di da di di la di da di da. See, that doesn't represent a drum noise to me. Sounds more like a chant. La di da di di. Oh, like a, like a, what is it called? A Gregorian chant. Yeah. Bring out your dead. La di da. Drums keep pounding. La di. Bring out your dead. La di da. Right? I mean, I hope that is how it is. Yeah chanted you know john wayne you may have just discovered a new interpretation we'll have to maybe our scholars will have to pick your brain you know because (laughs) who are we hiring to pick john wayne's brain well you know she she sort of ends this off with saying world keeps turning faster every day every day we still will dance the night away and the beat goes on. 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 <laughs> and the beat goes on for three more lines. Yes. Oh, well, you know, I mean, it's our last chapter. Okay. I'm sorry. Let's start over. <laughs> he's, trying no. to, he's trying to stretch it out. Okay. So, well, you know what's interesting? I feel like it's almost as if this... Last chapter could maybe be interpreted as, you know, some people might say that it's nonsense. Hmm. And I think I'm kind, on that side. I think most That's people why I are. Really cut it off. Yeah, I think, Otherwise. no, it's okay. I think most people are because there's not really a lot of ambiguity. It just kind of doesn't make a lot of sense. You know, at least to us, maybe, maybe it did back then, you know, maybe la di da di di la di da di da. Maybe that was, you know, crystal clear, you know, it was just a part of their language. Exactly. Like the same way that like now, for example, you're walking on the, Hey, watch out for that ditch. Like we all know what that means now, you know, but maybe pretty crystal clear. Yeah. And maybe back then, you know, like if I were to time travel back then and say, Hey, watch out for that ditch. They'd be like, what the fuck? this guy talking about you know so maybe it's the same maybe la di da di di la di da di da was you know i think this is a great time to hire some scholars to (laughs) (laughs) interpret well well, the great thing about her and the great thing about this church is you know we really encourage people to you know read these words and take away because you know in the in the past from what we've learned there definitely have been other types of religions or other types of followings where it was very very strict Mm. you know you had to adhere to these books you know and and maybe in the year 2000 and i don't know pick a number five (laughs) 2005 you know maybe they were reading a book that was I don't know, 2005 years old. And maybe it was like super, super strict, super, super strict. You know, this is the way we have to do it, you know? And I don't even know what, you know, what they could have, I don't even know an example 
you know, but like say hypothetically it was okay. Hypothetically, if it was wrong to be gay back then, if you could even imagine oh, that kind of world, you know, and, so far and wait, was it and, not? who knows, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe what I'm saying as an example is that in the year 2005, mm-hmm. maybe they were reading a book that was 2000 years old that mm-hmm. said it was wrong to be gay, oh, you I know? You know, I, yeah, and so, and maybe they were like super, super strict. And the great thing about the Church of Brittany is that we allow fluidity. You know, we allow for interpretation. You know, I didn't. We al- I never, th- I never would think that would be an issue. Like, I just like, you know, that's interesting. It's an interesting hypothesis. Yeah. yeah, we go with the flow because I mean, we just want people to treat each other right. You know, and then all, you know, and then obviously all the different lessons that we've talked about, you know, cause there are lessons to be learned from these chapters, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, don't go crazy over boys. Don't, you know, don't. other, other lessons. lessons. <laughs> um, yeah. Life goes on. Yeah. Just like the beat, you know, what is your, so then John Wayne, what is your big, um, what's your big takeaway from Brittany? What has she taught you? What's sort of one thing that she's taught you this chapter, this uh, book? Well, I think one of the biggest things she talks is she's she was clearly she clearly talks about love a lot, mm-hmm. love, loss, moving on, you know, caring about people, and then you know, I, I I think one of the biggest things I think I took away from her was you know, like you can you can love. Oh, what was that? that one season we talked about, but it's like, you can love, like, just because you love someone a lot, like, doesn't mean that you, like, you may not find that love again, but you can still Mm. love. Yeah. Right? Like, like, each person, the love is different for each person. Oh, yes. Yeah. You love this person like this, you can love this person like that. It doesn't have to be like this. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember that. Do you remember which um, chapter that was? Uh, <laughs> he does. Clearly. Do you guys know the difference between a crow and a raven? One of them's bigger, isn't it? Or they... One of them reads poetry? <laughs> um, so a raven has four tail feathers. They're called pinions. Mm-hmm. So a raven has four pinions, and a crow has three pinions. So really, the difference between a raven and a crow is a matter of opinion. Okay, and we're done. Um, That's a wrap. Well, hey, everybody. I want to thank you. Um, that was my crow <laughs> joke. <laughs> Wait, but is that real or is, is that just a joke? It's a joke. <laughs> Saying it's a matter of opinion is a joke. No, no. But the thing about one having three and one having four, that's not real? I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) So really, the the difference between a raven and a crow is a matter of opinion. Right. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm terrible with jokes. (laughs) She keeps trying. That's one of my better ones. That is. That was. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Well, what about you, Bessie? What's something you took away from this first from this first book? 
Well, or, you know, since you actually read these more often than John does, maybe a better question would be, what is something that new followers to Brittany, the Church of Brittany, what is something that they can expect in this first book? Acceptance. Okay. Acceptance for your love flaws. Mm. Absolutely. And hopefully... And hopefully uh, a closer connection with the paranormal. We can always hope. That's my, that's my biggest hope. Yeah. Is I hope I, this conversation brings us, brings us uh, an opening to talk about ghosts and past and skeletons in the closet and girlfriends in the walls and... And I also, beyond paranormal uh, discussions, I also love that Brittany brings us the freedom to talk about sexuality and what's taboo and what's not. And I love that Brittany followers are so open to talk about masturbating and sex and crows and ravens. Yeah. Pooping on a slide. Oh, Um, that's fabulous. Yeah. Bowel movement, mm-hmm. things, you know, we've talked a lot about this season. Um, yeah, it's been, I think the biggest thing that this chapter or this book has taught me is that buckle up, <laughs> you know, it's just the beginning. Mm-hmm. We're just, we're just getting started mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that you might have opinions about how this first um, book this first Opinions. season went. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nailed it. But that we're just getting started, you know? And <laughs> we uh, thank you so much if you've been uh, waiting for this. <laughs> yes, we thank hear you. you. Thank you so much for for hanging in there and waiting for this last episode. We're gonna we're gonna wrap up season one today, but uh, yeah, look forward to season two coming out very soon. You'll find more information on our Instagram, uh, www.brittanydo, and again, you can always email us www.brittanydo at gmail.com. and yeah, find us on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify. Rate review, we would love it, and. Yeah, I guess that's it, guys, for season one. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank that you. That was a blast. la da <laughs> We'll end with the ceremonial Gregorian chant. la di da Yeah, guys, I guess that wraps it up. So thank you again, and we will see you next season love you guys take care bye, bye john wayne bye. i i don't remember how i ended uh, I, I don't remember if i say bye to you guys or if you guys just like come in and do it anyway um those 